Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time it is, wherever you are. I want to thank you for listening to The Dash with Matrilla. Guys, let's talk about your faith. Now more than ever, we need to hold on to our faith. We need to dig into our faith. We need to understand what our faith is really is and what it's rooted in. Now we've talked about faith before, but today on this episode, I want to kind of give you a fresh perspective on faith. And the best way to do that is to do it through the word of God. So let's go ahead and take a look at, um, let's look at Romans 10 and 17. How about that? I think that's a good scripture to actually kind of give us more insight on faith. So 17 Romans 10 and 17 says, so then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Okay. Let me share something with you. If you know it, then guess what? Let this be a reminder. If this is something new and you've not heard it, then absolutely dig into it for yourself and ask the Lord to give you more insight on it. So again, we're going to talk about faith. So did you know that the word faith, our English word faith comes from the word pistis, which is a Greek word. However, pistis is derived from the word petho. I think I'm saying it correctly. Petho and petho is where we get our word persuade. That's right. So we have the the, um, I'm sorry, the English word faith comes from the word pistis and pistis is derived. I mean, it pulls from the word petho and petho is where we get our word persuade or to be persuaded. Now, here's what I want to say about the word persuade. Most people put the word persuade in a negative Uh, in the box of negativity. However, when we take a look at the word faith, faith is, and we put it in context, faith is the divine persuasion of God. Divine is our key word, the divine persuasion of God. And it's not a persuasion of man, and it's not a persuasion of our own accord or our own confidence. Although human confidence does play a part, it's involved. However, and that's a part of your free will. However, when you take a look at it, so let's read the script, the, the same scripture, verse 17 out of Romans 10, the same way. It says, so then... So then the divine persuasion of God comes from hearing and hearing by the word of God. So in order to believe in the word of God, you have to first hear it. And the only way to hear it, guess, and and the way that we hear it, God produced the word. He gave the word. He inspired man to write the word. So we are hearing his word what he gave us. This is him trying to persuade us a divine persuasion. He's trying to persuade us to understand his word, to believe in his word, to take hold of his word in our hearts and in our minds. Now, most people would take a look at that and say, well, you know, they're trying to control me or she's trying to trick me or he's trying to trick me and they're trying to get me to do it their way. Let me tell you something. When you actually get into the word of God for yourself, God will allow the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will teach you. He will talk to you. And guess what? When someone, a leader of such a preacher, a pastor, a bishop, you know, just a lay person who's in their word all the time. God speaks through all of those entities, all of those people. So I always tell people, 
You don't have to be afraid of being manipulated or tricked or misguided by man if you stay in the word of God for yourself. Let me tell you, I tell people, I don't care how many times I get up to preach. I don't care how many conferences I do. I don't care how many times I have a conversation with someone. I tell people the scripture and I tell them to go and read it for yourself and then ask God to guide you, to show you, to open your eyes by the Holy Spirit so that you might be, ha- but that you might have a clear understanding for yourself. This is not, you know, playtime at the Apollo. This is real life. And what I don't have time is for to, I don't have time to mislead anyone, misguide anyone, not deliberately. And I don't have time to misrepresent God. I am fully aware. Hey, I'm like Paul. In uh, Romans chapter two, verses, I think it's either 20 or 21, when Paul says that he understands that he has been crucified with Christ, nonetheless, he li- he died, but yet he lived, meaning he killed off the old man, but the new man has come through Christ Jesus. So that's the same thing for us. But if we would just get this in our hearts and in our minds that Let me tell you, our faith is a divine persuasion of God. You cannot have faith in the word of God unless God has intervened in your life in some way. May it have been something that was preached. May it have been a song. May it have been a neighbor who just gave you a word. May it have been grandma's life that you watched along the way. May it have been something that you read and the Holy Spirit you know, touched your heart with something and made you dig a little bit deeper. God had to intervene. Everything that goes on in our lives doesn't happen unless God allows it to. Yes, there are things that happen that seems to be so awful and we wonder why God didn't stop it. Well, sometimes it's there to build us up and sometimes it's there to teach us something and sometimes it's there not, it's not for you, it's for someone else and God ultimately still pulls you through that thing, but someone else is able to grow or even come to the Lord through your own um, pain and suffering and mishaps and, you know, things like that. So I said all that to say is this, go back and check it for yourself. Do a search on your own. The word faith comes from pistos and pistos is derived from petro and petro is where we get our word persuade. So God is truly wanting to persuade us to believe in his word, to believe in his son, Jesus Christ, and to believe that we can live with him forever as long as we make Jesus Christ our Lord and Savior. Hey, y'all know I love this stuff. I love the word of God. And I love when I have an opportunity to share the word of God to help change someone's life. And let me tell you, it doesn't matter if you are a Jew or Gentile or Jewish or non-Jewish. God says this, Jesus Christ was sent for all mankind. So as long as you accept him, guess what? You don't have to do a ritual. You don't have to be circumcised. You don't have to jump up and down on one leg. You don't have to wear your hair wrapped up in a bun. You don't have to cover your face. You don't have to walk behind a man. You don't have to cut up animals anymore. All you have to do is just accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and then live the way the word of God says that you should live. Let me tell you, God has laws, but then man has put some laws in place that has nothing to do with the laws of God. And if you follow the laws of God, guess what? You're going to be okay.
Hey, that's my spill for today. You guys know what I say. Never give up on your life. Never give up on your dreams. And never give up on God. And you better know the victory. It still belongs to Jesus. That is what makes you victorious. Y'all better have a great day.